Welcome to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss all things wellness. I'm Eleni Welch, nutritionist. And I'm Kay Boyer, health enthusiast. Welcome back, Renegades. Welcome, Renegades. Welcome. This week we have um, the kitchen transition from a grubby kitchen to a healthy kitchen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Unhealthy to healthy eating and how to transition your kitchen to support your healthy eating. Yes. Because I, I will say it really does start there because you mm-hmm. know when you're like, man, I got a craving, I'm hungry. You open up your fridge and you just eat what's there. And if crap food ain't there, you ain't going to eat it. That's right. So, good. It's been start my strategy there. for years. So yep. today I'm going to share it for you. Um, so for many people, the concept of eating healthy kind of means like, starting a diet right so they Uh, start it for a while and then they're like okay i I made it my 30 days my 40 days i did good and now i'm gonna go back to eating the way i did like i lost Mm -hmm. the 10 pounds i wanted to lose and so um it's not really a sustainable method Mm -hmm. of eating Mm -hmm. so when you really understand what it means to eat healthy you realize it's not just something you do for a short period of time Mm -hmm. and then quit it's something you need to do every day so this is lifestyle lifestyle i do not like the word diet i like the word lifestyle so that's the way i encourage all my wellness clients is like yeah, I'm not going to put you on a diet. Right, <laughs> like, right. I'm going to help you transition your way of eating and you're going to eat that way the rest of your life. And you're going to love it. I promise. Yes. And I feel like for our listeners like to think like, oh, I'm going to eat that way. For me, I'm like, you're giving me these tools that are making me feel better. Like, tell me all the things I don't, I like, don't think of it like a diet either. I'm just like, tell me more like organ meats. Okay, let's go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for most people, the transition to healthy eating, if you're eating a standard American diet or something that resembles it, um, it can be overwhelming to transition your kitchen. So that like feeling of overwhelm can kind of discourage people before they start because like, I don't even know what to do. I have all this food in my pantry. Yeah. All right, I'm going to walk you through what to do with what's in your kitchen right now how to get rid of it, and how to replace it. Okay, are we ready for change, friends? Uh Uh-huh. Let's do it. Yes, because if you want to be healthy, it only makes sense to stop doing the things that are making you unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So this podcast is going to help you get started making the kitchen transition. I think it kicked us out. Okay, so now there's that. Oh, back to back meeting. Back to meeting. Okay, it's still recording. <laughs> no problem. Two minutes. Two minutes, okay. Two minutes, 45 seconds, and we'll just cut it. That's funny. Okay. We were both, we were just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. Okay. So this podcast will help you get started making the kitchen transition by getting rid of the top five ingredients that are compromising your health. So it's not everything, but it's the top five. Oh, I like this. You'll learn why these foods need to be eliminated from your kitchen and then what you can replace them with. Mm, So your first step is you're going to pick a day for your kitchen makeover. Yes. You're going to schedule it on your calendar. I recommend setting aside several hours Mm -hmm. because most people, I mean, I guess if you're like me, once you start it, you also kind of want to like clean your pantry, reorganize your pantry, clean your fridge, reorganize your fridge, clean your freezer, reorganize your freezer. So if you're that kind of a person. Feels cathartic. Yeah. Set aside like a solid afternoon. Like I'm going to dedicate this time. Put it on your calendar. Okay. 
get out a big trash can. Yes. And then you're going to open your refrigerator and all of your cupboards and you're going to play this episode. We'll okay. walk you through it. All right. Okay. So the first thing, you're all ready to begin. You've paused. Mm-hmm. You have all your supplies. Okay, here we go. We're going to get rid of refined sugar and artificial sweeteners. It's got to go. Got to go. <laughs> so, of course, in today's like sugar-crazed society, the I'm, average person yeah. is consuming 154 pounds per year of sugar. Good golly. Roughly 53 teaspoons of sugar per day. None Holy of your cells cow. or brain cells like that. Just no. So you know. And the truth is that refined sugar has no nutritional value whatsoever. Ever. So not only does it lack that nutritional value, it also robs our body of nutrients and it robs it of enzymes, minerals, vitamins, and especially the B vitamins. Mm-hmm. So it's time to get rid of sugar. We have the sugar cereal where we talk about all the bad things yep. sugar does. I'm not going to get into that, but in in short, Too much consumption of sugar can lead to fatigue, depression, anxiety, inability to concentrate, poor memory, insomnia, irregular heartbeat and arrhythmias, swollen and inflamed joints, uh, dry skin, and cracking around your lips. Um, So, surprise. When your blood sugar drops too low which is shortly after eating a high sugar meal, then the fuel supply to the body is impaired with adverse effects on your mental function, physical energy, and emotional stability. So those symptoms can range anywhere from headaches, irritability, and shaking when hungry to explosive anger, panic attacks, or crying easily for no apparent reason. Not only can sugar affect the quality of your day, but it can also make you sick. Studies have shown that sugar is very effective in weakening the immune system and is a source of fuel for feeding cancer and tumors. So, (laughs) that's a lot, right? So that's just like, we again have entire episodes dedicated to this topic. So make sure you go back and listen to our sugar cereal episodes. And in an in an attempt to remove sugar from our diets, many of us have turned to artificial sweeteners, mm. which aren't necessarily any better. So we did just produce an episode on the alternative sweeteners. So make sure you go back and listen to that episode as well. And I talk about all the alternative sweeteners as well as artificial sweeteners. Yep. You'll feel better if you just listen to Elaine and Sugar. You'll yes. feel better. <laughs> So trash it. If you want to achieve your optimum health potential, avoiding sugar is the best place to start. Mm -hmm. So here's how you begin your kitchen transition. You're going to throw out your big bag of sugar. Get rid of it. (laughs) All those little packets of artificial sweeteners. Goodbye. And then you're going to go through the products in your cupboards and refrigerator that are made with refined sugar. So anything that contains sucrose, high fructose corn syrup, dextrose, maltodextrin, those sorts of things. So this is going to require some label reading, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Which generally includes all commercial brands of cookies, candy, soda, ice cream, pastry, cakes, pies, that sort of thing. They got to go, friends. They really do. And I know that it will be tempting because we have a fear of food waste for good reason, because food waste is not great. Mm -hmm. We're going to be tempted to pass those things on to other family members 
or our neighbors oh, or our coworkers. But we don't want to give them that right. junk food. Considering the problems that are caused by excess sugar consumption, consider it a greater kindness to just throw those things in the trash yes. rather than passing them yes. on to other people who don't necessarily know how bad sugar is for them. Yes, no guilt, just throw it away. No guilt, just throw it away. Mm-hmm. So it may seem like a waste of money at the time, but remember, you're going to have a big savings in your health and the health of those you care about. So mm. the savings is down the road. The loss of money is up front, but it will be well worth it. Yes, yes. And then you can replace those sweeteners that you've just thrown out with things we discussed in our alternative sweetener episodes. So in short, things like raw, unfiltered, unprocessed honey, uh, coconut sugar, maple syrup, stevia, xylitol, monk fruit, and any other ones that we discuss in that episode. Um, so again, listen to the alternative sweeteners episode for all things sugar related. Okay. Next item that we're going to remove is okay. white flour, yeah. which is basically the other sugar. It's gotta go. <laughs> white, <other> addiction. <laughs> white flour essentially breaks down in your body the same way sugar does. Your body processes it. It's been so um, disassociated from all of its other nutrients that it just doesn't even resemble anything besides sugar to mm-hmm. your body. So it can lead to the same problems of white sugar. Um, Once you process whole wheat flour into white flour, it removes the B vitamins, vitamin E, calcium, zinc, copper, manganese, potassium, and fiber. So it really doesn't have anything beneficial. Mm. Um, And because it doesn't have fiber, it majorly contributes to issues like constipation. Ah. Plus wheat and gluten are major allergens and can cause a whole host of immune reactions, which we have a whole episode on the gluten revealed. Go ahead and listen to that episode to learn all of the complications that arise with wheat and gluten sensitivities. Another one that if you just try it, you're going to feel better. Just do it. Yes. So to trash it, search for anything in your kitchen made with enriched wheat flour and toss it out. So that would include most commercial breads, crackers, pasta, bagels, pancake mixes, muffin mixes, cake mixes, stuff like that. (laughs) Um, while you're at it, you can throw out some of the other processed grains like cornbread mixes, instant oatmeal, and processed grain cereals, even if they were organic, because mm. the extrusion process of processing like whole grain flakes and puffed cereals, they use high temperatures, they use intense pressure, and that destroys any nutrients, and it oftentimes be- causes the fragile oils that are in them to become rancid, which makes the cereals difficult to digest. So even good quality ones typically are over-processed. Oh, you're right. That's kind of like a tricky health food. Like yes. It's organic, but it's full of sugar and gluten. So, okay. Yeah. So to replace it, I don't necessarily just recommend like a commercial brand of whole grain toast or whole grain flour or whatever. Um, because in most cases, the bread or the product is still made from enriched wheat flour, which has just a few whole grains added in. And then that's how they get to title it that way. But it's not actually very nutrient dense. Mm. It's like fancied up white flour. (laughs) (laughs) And it usually still can include unhealthy ingredients like high fructose corn syrup and hydrogenated oils. So um, if you don't have an issue with leaky gut or gluten sensitivity which is 
probably very few of us, <laughs> considering how many of us have issues with leaky gut. Um, you can look for a bread that is made from whole grains, specifically sprouted whole grains. So I like the Ezekiel brand mm. of sprouted grain bread. They're available in most stores and they're available online. Yeah. Um, it's extremely nutrient dense. Um, and they also make some types of like Ezekiel pasta, Ezekiel bagels, things like that. So it's sprouted whole grains, very unprocessed. If you're going to have grains, that's one of the better ways to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but just remember, even whole grain ones are very high in carbohydrates and they still can have a major effect on your blood sugar. So mm -hmm. unless you can control or limit the portions of these foods, you should eat them sparingly. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next thing is hydrogenated vegetable oils. Oh, yes. Yes. So we have a whole episode on this, too. The truth about fats and oils. Make sure you go back to that. That's one of our earliest episodes. Listen to that one mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. You can hear how bad our audio was back then. <laughs> We're doing um, better. <laughs> I know that for many years, the media has told us to replace saturated fats with unsaturated fats. We're told that animal products that are high in fat are bad for our, our heart health and blood vessel health lies. and all of that stuff and it's all lies lies again listen to the truth about fats and oils we go into that in great detail we won't do it here um in the process of producing vegetable oils oftentimes toxic chemicals and high temperatures are used to extract the oil from the cedar bean which virtually destroys all of the nutritional value of that oil, not to mention the fact that high temperatures turn the oil rancid before you even bring it home. Even worse, most vegetable oils and processed foods have been hydrogenated, which is a process that rearranges the fatty acid molecules and creates trans fatty acids. So any hydrogenated mm. oil, even if they don't say it on the bottle, can convert into trans fatty acids. And we know that trans fats are very, very bad for us. Mm -hmm. They have been implicated as a cause of cancer, heart disease, diabetes, obesity, and infertility. So trash it. Most packaged food that contains sugar and white flour also contains hydrogenated oil. So you have probably thrown out. Yes, already. <laughs> most of these foods already. Woohoo! <laughs> that was easy. But there are also hydrogenated oils are also found in things like commercial salad dressings. Yes, that's um, tricky. That's uh -huh. a tricky one. Sandwich spreads. Yes. And margarine, yes. obviously, which is pure trans fats. So mm -hmm. rather than throw away those items rinse out the containers and at least recycle the containers that they're in mm -hmm. then it's not such a big waste yeah um replace it with real butter or ghee butter is a rich source of fat soluble vitamins a d e and k and contains important minerals like manganese zinc chromium and iodine the saturated fat in butter enhances our immune function protects the liver from toxins provides nourishment for the heart so Saturated fat protecting our heart gives stiffness and integrity to our cell membranes and aids in the proper utilization of omega-3 essential fatty acids. Butter adds extra nutrients and flavor to any dish and make sure to replace it with organic butter produced without the use of hormones, steroids, antibiotics, um, that all that sort of good thing. And mm -hmm. then you can also replace the oils, like the liquid oils, with avocado oil, mm -hmm olive oil, coconut oil. Olive oil is a rich source of, source of antioxidants. 
It relieves inflammation and reduces inflammation. It can normalize your blood flat, blood fats that, yes, yes. and cholesterol and is known for increasing longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, olive oil can be used for sauteing at moderate to low temperatures, so not high yeah. temperatures, but it's a perfect base for salad dressings where you're using it raw. Yes, make your homemade ones. So good. Absolutely. Um, and then coconut oil is a very healthy fat. It's a rich source of medium chain saturated fatty acids, especially lauric acid, which has strong antifungal and antimicrobial properties. Coconut oil is extremely heat stable. So you can use that for cooking at higher temperatures and use it in baking, frying, sauteing, and especially for things like making popcorn. It's delicious. Mm. Um, And avocado oil as well can be used for cooking at higher temperatures. So I don't recommend olive oil for high temperatures, but coconut oil is a good choice or avocado oil Mm -hmm. is a good choice. And use unrefined organic coconut oil. Okay, so the next thing we're going to remove Okay. Commercial dairy. Yeah. So <laughs> that's fair. We have an episode on the benefits of dairy. I'm not anti dairy as long as you're not sensitive to it, but mm-hmm. milk and dairy is only as good as its source. So it's a common practice for commercial dairies to keep cows in confinement with little or no access to pasture. This really stresses them out. They live in dirt and feces. They're fed grain, which leads to a variety of digestive disorders and can diminish the nutrient content of milk and dairy products that comes from them, particularly the vitamins A, D, and conjugated linoleic acid, which is a fatty acid naturally occurring in dairy um, that reduces body fat and protects against cancer. We talk all about that in our benefits of dairy episode yep again make sure you go back and listen to that episode where we talk about all things dairy yep um but corn and soy which make up the bulk of a cow's grain diet are common genetically engineered foods um and also are very heavily pesticide laden so Mm -hmm. just best to avoid commercial dairy yep um get dairy from a happy cow Dairy from a happy cow, and especially pasteurized dairy, so dairy that's been heated to a high temperature to kill any bacteria, also destroys the enzymes and beneficial bacteria, and the availability of nutrients like the B vitamins, vitamin C, calcium, and fat-soluble vitamins A, D, and E are greatly diminished. So, you know, drinking commercial milk is why we see connections between dairy and things like allergies, asthma, atherosclerosis, diabetes, chronic infections, obesity, osteoporosis, prostate, ovarian, breast, and colon cancer, because that dairy has basically been depleted of nutrients and is much higher in toxins, plus it's coming from a stressed out animal. So you're just absorbing all of those not so great things. Mm -hmm. So trash it. I will say because dairy has a pretty short shelf life, if you want to finish whatever like bottle of milk you already have open, okay, you can. I mean, this is your one out. Yeah, this is your one out. You can just replace it as you run out of it. Things like white flour and sugar, like that bag could sit in your pantry for years, (laughs) right? You're not leaving dairy for years. It's probably in there for like a week. So if you want to just finish that one and then replace it, that's fine. That's Mm -hmm. my one caveat. It's like, I don't know. You don't need to just throw it in the trash or down the sink. Yeah. But finish it and don't buy it again, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
So get rid of all commercial milk and other commercial dairy products such as yogurt, sour cream, and cottage cheese, and don't forget to recycle. Um, And then once you use them up or toss them, replace them with better options. So stock up on organic grass-fed dairy products, Mm -hmm. raw cheese, if you can find it, good quality whole milks, not skim milks. Mm -hmm. Please, for the love of God, whole milks, the fat is important. (laughs) (laughs) The fat is really important. Um, Natural food, health food stores and many grocery stores carry organic milk. Um, and, and I would look for non-pasteurized or minimal, minimally pasteurized. One of the best brands is Kelowna Supernaturals, mm-hmm. which I'm not just saying because it's made here in Kelowna. It yeah. actually is like they use minimal pasteurization. So even though it's been heated enough for them to sell commercially because it's Iowa state law, mm-hmm. um, it's been heated so minimally, it still has a lot of the benefits and yeah. nutrients. And hopefully you live in a state that allows the sale of raw milk by raw milk don't be afraid. Don't, be, Don't afraid. be afraid of raw milk. That's your best choice is raw pasture fed cow's milk. Mm-hmm. Or you can buy raw milk from goats and sheep, which I recommend if you have a cow's milk sensitivity to try goat and sheep and see if you handle it better. Mm-hmm. Okay, the very last thing we're going to get rid of is commercial salt. Oh. So this is the salt you find in like table salt, like white processed table salt. Yeah. Um, It's sodium chloride. Mm -hmm. Salt in this form has been processed at high temperatures, which changes the molecular structure of the salt and removes vital minerals from it. Really? It also often contains additives, anti-caking agents, and sometimes even sugar, weirdly enough. (laughs) Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So dump out any commercial salt you have that's Mm -hmm. like just whatever generic commercial salt. Yeah. Which if, if you're like tossing packaged foods, that also will help get rid of it. So at this point, you've probably tossed every packaged food in yep. your kitchen. <laughs> yes. So you're going to get rid of anything that you didn't get rid of before that's like really high sodium. So things like frozen dinners, stuff like that, that's really oh. high in sodium. It's always that sodium chloride form of salt. Um, And of course, the rhetoric we've been fed for years is that we should eat a low salt diet and that salt leads to hypertension. But that's more of the sodium chloride form of salt. Like we are literally made with salt. So our blood, sweat, tears and our urine is all salty. Salty. We do need salt. Yeah. But it's using the right kind of salt. All comes back. That makes the the difference. The right salt. So I recommend using Celtic sea salt or mineral dense salts like Redmond's real sea salt or salt. It's not sea salt, but Redmond's real salt um, or Celtic sea salt is the best way to go. High quality salt contains over 80 balanced minerals and is essential for maintaining proper fluid balance and utilization of water in the body. It also normalizes our blood pressure, enhances digestion, and nourishes our adrenal glands. So Celtic sea salt and Redmond's real salt are available at many natural health food stores. So replace all your processed crap salt with those things. Yes, and it is worth spending a little bit extra to have a lot more health. Yes. Look at that. And I know, again, it'll feel like, oh man, I'm throwing away all this money, but you are investing in your health. Think about it that way. You're not wasting money. You are investing in your health. Yeah. Don't be an unhealthy cheapskate that feels bad. Yes. 
I don't know. Find Free yourself Free from yourself. that. You have full permission Clean to not kid. feel bad for getting rid of those crappy foods yep. and for not passing them on to someone else because really, if you love someone, you won't pass those That's right. <laughs> toxic foods on to them as well. So yeah. How, however many times you had to pause this podcast while you went through your kitchen cupboards and yes. got rid of all those things. Now you're at the end. You have your kitchen well on the way to becoming yep. a healthier kitchen. And of course, make sure you stock it with fresh produce, organic produce, meats, whatever Organ is, meats. fits within your yep. budget. Yep. Start there, right? Yes. So. Well, thank you, Eleni. I'm going to go clean out clean out a little bit of my cupboards. Yeah. I have a couple cheat things in couple there, but, things, but yeah. I've done all right. Yeah, so, you've yeah. done pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Eleni. You bet. And for our listeners, go be renegades. Go be renegades. Thank you for listening to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast. Please keep in mind that this podcast is an educational service that provides general health information. The content on this podcast is not a substitute for direct, personal, professional medical care and diagnosis. You should always talk to your doctor before making a dietary or lifestyle change. Go be renegades! Go be renegades!